welcome to the Lift As You Climb podcast, where it's all about the journey and the joy of discovering who you are now, deciding who you want to become, and embracing your genuine identity, influence, and impact. In each episode, we'll explore how life's experiences have prepared us for what we choose to do next and how to create our encore, write our own script, and star in the next stage of our lives. I'm your host, your encore strategist and transformation catalyst, Isabel Alexander. I think about some of the beliefs I had about being a business owner before I started my company. And I certainly remember a lot of the comments made to me about my life, my privilege as a business owner while I owned my business. And I remember conversations about you just travel and you go out to cocktail parties and you wear nice clothes. Uh, that was the perception that some of my friends who were in the career track had of my life, that it was always exciting and glamorous and more interesting than theirs. I can laugh about it now. I'm not sure that I laughed this much about it then, but I, I thought I had no idea how scary it was, how hard it was to day after day know that you had to show up pretending like you knew what you were doing, that you were confident, that you were bulletproof, sitting in front of an intimidating buyer, trying to convince them to buy from you instead of the same commodity from any number of other salespeople that were sitting out in the waiting room, trying to convince the banker <laughs> that you really were a serious businesswoman, even though he really wanted to see that my husband was waiting in the waiting room, ready to guarantee my bank loan. I remember walking into boardrooms around the world, and as I entered the room, the look of surprise on some of the faces at the table that I was the CEO that they were meeting with. These are just a few of the examples where people externally were questioning really what I did all day long and what my value was and not for one minute thinking about the risk, the commitment, the fear, the sacrifices that I was making. Not only to build a business, it wasn't about for my ego or the fact that I could afford to buy a new outfit. I was making payroll. I was making things happen. I was making promises. I took it very seriously, the responsibility of keeping my word. In fact, I knew early on that was probably the most important thing that I had in my business was that people could trust me to keep my word 
no matter what. And if I couldn't deliver on a promise that I owned it, showed up, and found a way to make good on that. So I get it as a business owner, as a woman business owner especially, there's a judgment out there about you that happens. Your family sees you one way, your personal relationships see you away, your staff, your suppliers, your customers. They all have their own vision of who you are and what you do and how you do it and how easy it is for you and why you aren't making it easier for them or you're not fulfilling their needs and purpose at a higher level of priority than all the other things that you need to do. And that's why it's very important to me that we create circles of trust, circles of understanding and recognition and talk as women business owners together about what it's really like to have lived this kind of straddled line between being a woman and being a business owner and how dealing not only with outside expectations of ourselves, but we have to deal with our own expectations. And in my experience, and I suspect yours, we're always our toughest critic. Join me here. I'm going to share with you what I can as honestly, as candidly as possible to talk about, okay, what's it really like to be a business owner? And even more relevant to the people that I'm, I think that I'm talking to today is what's it like to be a woman business owner who is changing through ages, 50, 60, 70, who thought that we would still be vibrantly expanding, growing, desiring this life. And if we don't, then how do we change our own expectations of what that transition is, what that transformation is, and how do we make it happen as smoothly and joyfully as possible? Because I do find when I'm talking with my peers that we have in common the desire to have more time, more flexibility with what we do with our time, more freedom to dream and expand and grow what we're going to do next, and more financial certainty to support all of that. And more fun is God knows we work hard. We work really hard all the time. So we should reap the rewards, enjoy what we're doing because we have one life, one life to live. Let me know what you'd like to talk about because we're here together and we're going to make it happen. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope our conversation added value to your day and expanded your vision for your legacy and impact. 
Please join me in increasing my impact and expanding my reach to even more people by sharing this episode on social media with friends and leaving a review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or channel of choice. To catch all the latest from me, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Connect with me and others in our community Facebook group, The Lift As You Climb Movement, where you can engage, be inspired by, and grow with a tribe of like-minded people. As I evolve as a podcaster and spokeswoman for collaboration and economic empowerment, your input and feedback are especially important to me. I welcome your suggestions and questions to hello at theencorecatalyst.com. Until we meet again, please remember your success may be the foundation for someone else's. Together, we can raise success ladders around the world. Thank you.